hello everybody welcome to the side quest podcast my name is luke i'm bj this is matt matt is back again what's up boys pretty much the i would i you know what i'm not even gonna say unofficial the official third member at this point like he, he's he's the boy yeah so, I'm glad to be here, man. So before we get into the rigmarole of things, and before we really like give Matt his time to talk, BJ, oh, whoa, <laughs> we got merch now. We do. Um, I uh, I've been wanting to do it for a while, and I finally just had the drive to get on there and upload the designs, uh, which was way easier than I thought it would be. You pretty much just convert the image to a PNG. Did you use then, a Teespring? Uh, T Public. Public. Yeah, but um. Pretty easy to use website. We didn't order anything in bulk because we'd never sell it <laughs> that way. We yeah. just have boxes of merch sitting around. Um, but there's two t-shirt designs. One is the metal logo from our Instagram, and then the other is just the general podcast art. And then I think I'm going to try to make PNGs out of both of our little characters to put on there. Um, but you can buy them as shirts, uh, hoodies, notebooks, uh, fucking stickers, a whole bunch of shit. So go to- I bought I bought two. I bought a white one, which I thought was clean, and then I think I got like this light bluish gray one. Nice, hell yeah! It's I funny. Bought be- any of I was our gonna say, stuff yeah, be- yet. because because we didn't buy like buy a bulk of them to sell. It was like, oh no. Yeah, we- when I when I get mine in, you can take some pictures of mine. And we'll throw it on the uh, the Instagram. Hell yeah! It'll be our model. Oh, hell yeah! Oh, yeah. But yeah, we have merch if you want to. The link is in, on our Instagram. Um, yeah, link is in the bio. It is in the bio. Um, merch link in bio. We can actually say that now. Wow, it's very fancy. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's kind of very fun to. It, you know, the next step is this episode is sponsored by. <laughs> See, that's that's what we need. Yeah. But like, hey, we've gone yeah. sixty episodes of doing this for fun, Dude, so let's, maybe we let's, can let's get you guys like a one of those mattress like nectar. I have a nectar mattress, man. We could plug that shit. They'll hey. send us a, you know, send us one. And, yeah. Send this episode, like send this episode to Nectar and, and honey. honey and honey. Honey, honey, the, honey will sponsor everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Honey and Raid Shadow Legends. All we have to do is just ask. Bro, I feel and they'll be down. Bro, or yeah. dude, we should get uh, the Disney uh, Mirrorverse. Dude, oh, that, that would be a, that'd be the most hype. fire sponsor. Not gonna lie, if we could. Sit if you use go. our code, you'll get four thousand free co- mirror <laughs> coins. Hell yeah. That'd be the one that I love the most if we could. Uh... Carmen just walked in and everybody went silent. Hi, Carmen. Hey, Carmen. But uh, Carmen no. is Matt's wife. He's the only one of us that isn't a soy boy virgin. I I don't know what you're talking about. She just hangs around here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like labels. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we got merch. You can go check it out on the on the Instagram and uh, yeah. So. Uh, I guess now we can go into the rigmarole of things. Uh, what? How have your? How's y'all's week been? What's What's been going on? Let me know. Who wants to go first? Matt should go first. Okay. All right, Matt. Well, uh, you guys covered it uh, in the last podcast, but uh, it's still sticking with me to this day. But that that Saturday night I had you guys over was some of the most fun. It was just pure fun that was had. I mean, we had bussin' burritos. Uh, and queso welcome. hooked up by Luke. You are was, welcome. Oh man, rolled by me too, dude. They were great. They were so delicious. It was exactly what I needed at a, like at nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then we played Sonic Adventure two, which was like so, I haven't played it in like thirteen, probably even more years. And I mean, when did it originally come out? Not, uh, ninety seven or was it? Uh, fuck, I don't know. It was I a dream say it was. 
2000. When did it come out on GameCube, though? GameCube was 2004 or 5, I think. Then So that, that would be almost 18 years it, Yeah, it's it. It's been a hot minute. Because I played it right when it came out on the GameCube. Uh, yeah, because in the GameCube was Adventure 2 Battle, which is the remake, or re-whatever. Um, and yeah, the original was just, like, the one, that, like, whenever you started up on your PC, that intro where it's, like, the metallic logo that, like, uh-huh. colors in, that's the original Dreamcast intro. The one that I remember is when it just, like, yoinks into Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, and it's, like, all the characters around, and then it's, like, it's loud and abrasive. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's a GameCube logo. I mean, that whole game is loud and abrasive. The, the sound Sonic design, is loud and dude, abrasive. Dude, the sound design in that game was terrible. It's right? Awful. It's bad. That one, which was, it was the Knuckles. The fucking ghost boss. Or the, that one was terrible. There's that ghost one where you just heard the, like, the dripping or the bubble sound, the water noise yeah. constantly when you're in that one room. And then we had that side tangent conversation about that one video. Remember? <laughs> I do, I do, yeah. The same noise. Same noise. You will never know what we're talking about. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, so yeah, check the other link in our bio. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the Instagram for like. If you want to know what we're talking about, uh, link in bio. Yeah, go to our Patreon. It's a uh, Patreon. So we have we have, we now have a link tree. Uh, you can click it. There's multiple links you can follow. Yeah, and our Patreon's on there. I have unironically been meaning to make a link tree just to get to our other platforms and the merch and the Instagram and everything. That probably would would work really well for us, honestly. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just so much, so much fun, so nostalgic, and I just, yeah, it was it was so much fun. And then I've been playing um, a lot of Fortnite on my PC. Uh, one of my cousins in California got COVID nineteen, no. So uh, I was playing a lot of Siege recently, and then Tyler hopped on, and we've been playing some Siege. Uh, but what I'm kind of i don't know if it's a news thing but we were talking about i'm the forge is coming out they, they dropped that trailer forge and i don't know when co-op is but they're testing co-op uh server strength and stuff now for infinite so and i i'm i'm excited for that I mean, I, it obviously should have been like a day one thing or like at least not this long um i think it's gonna be kind of the shot in the arm it needs at least for a little bit because the people who are still there and who still love Halo are going to jump in immediately, I mean, if, see what they can make, see how they can go nuts with it. And then I feel like a lot of people are going to jump in just in Forge well, lobbies. How I feel like Halo's life, this Halo Infinite's lifespan has been, is it like it was thriving right when it came out, it was alive and well, and then soon after it died. And then yeah. every time it it gets like a season pass, like the new season, it gets like a, like the, a jolt in the heart and it, it revives it for like two weeks. And then it dies. Not even two weeks. But like, I didn't even play anything of this second season. I, I've played some of the second. I have the battle pass, but I haven't done much. Oh. I bought the battle pass because I'm like, oh, cool. And I play. I probably got like rank, what, 20? And then I was just like. Oh, last the last season, like towards the end, I like we me and Tyler grinded pretty hard. And we got, I think, up to like level like 90. And then it was like the night before the, the season ended. And I was like. I really just want to finish out the season, so I spent like eight dollars just to get enough coins just to finish it. And I was like, "But I'm not doing the second well, season." Well, at, at least on on that front, you you could have waited like second season as long as you have it. You you know, it never goes away. Okay. Yeah, like the, they don't give you that thing where oh, well, it's new season, battle pass over. It's like you can just go back to it, like if if you want to. Like the tiers, I didn't have to pay for the. You the, did not have to. You could have just finished it later. Yeah, that was their big thing is they didn't want you to feel FOMO. So they're like, you can just finish it whenever. Damn. Like none of the battle, at least as of right now, none of the battle passes will go away. 
if you buy them. If you don't buy them, you or whatever, you just don't, I, I don't I think you get the them. I paid ten dollars for that, for that, you know. Yeah. Season. Well, yeah. So that's that's really what I've been doing. You um, also started another game that I forced you. Oh, to play. I, and I've actually played it twice without you here. So I think you'd be proud of me. So I, I was playing uh, Yakuza Zero, and uh, I I am starting to like it. There is a part mm-hmm. in the story I was on game chat with luke and there's a part in it in the very beginning i i, I don't know if it's okay to spoil but you know i mean it it's the it's the first chapter of the yeah. game so i feel like we can kind of that's like sets up the story yeah. so. and so like and there's, there's also part- 50 games chronologically after it so i think it's fine yeah <laughs> so anyways like we're in it and he's like about to be like i'm gonna leave the uh you know the family break my oath so i can you know like uh, absolve my 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 main guy's uh crime and I was like, that is so stupid. Why is he being so stupid? Because what I don't like about like some of these games, like I like about story games where you are able to make choices because it feels like you're able to make a choice, even if they're like, you're going to make the choice, but it's not going to work out because they just write it in. But yeah. at least I got to make the choice to be like, no, that's a stupid decision. I think this decision is better. Um, like, even though, yeah, they might be like, yeah, it does, it's not going to work out regardless what choice you make. It still makes me feel it. But he's like doing something that I think was stupid. And I was like, why are you going to do that? And then the whole thing with uh, Kuzo getting his finger chopped off. I mean, it threw me in for a loop, and I was like, kind of there for it. It was so fun being on the rece- like the just the other end, hearing like, cause I can hear Matt just be like, like, cause I remember I love when they brought out the board and then the knife, and Matt's like, there's they're, he's not they're not gonna kill him. There's no way. And then like I just hear like he puts his finger down, and, and Matt goes. No fuck, he's gonna. Whoa. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah, and then like that ended, and he's like, "Dude," and I'm like, "Yeah," and it gets fucking better. <laughs> yeah, so was, I was enjoying that. It was really good. And then the last thing I've been playing, which is a a little indie game. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called FTL Faster Than Light. It's this little Steam game, um, and I was I've just been I've been wanting to watch a TV show and be able to play a game at the same time. Uh, but all the games I have, you know, take up my full screen and, and, and time. But this FTL thing, it's this, like, procedurally generated game where you're in a spaceship and you have, like, different rooms in your spaceship. Like, you have the pilot room, the shield room, the weapons room, the oxygen room, the health room, and then the, the thrusters room. And you go, you try to make your you try to make it from one side of the, the solar system to the next while this, like, I guess it's, like, this this like i don't know what you're running away from like kind of forget i don't know if it's like like the black hole uh, like the consuming you know like black hole in the universe or if it's like you're running away from like a legion of of you know space things but uh you have to like keep moving forward from right to left and during it like it's randomly generated things so you'll be like uh you you come upon like a distress signal do you send people on board and sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't if you have like certain aliens in your crew it can help you but you have to fight pirates and all sorts of other stuff and it's a really fun game so i've been playing that and watching uh what we do in the shadows nice yeah it kind of sounds like oregon trail 2099 it really is i'll have to pull it up (laughs) for you guys uh after the podcast so that's what i've been doing Hell yeah. BJ, what you been up to? Well, uh, I've been working a lot. New job? New job. It's going well. Um, I pre-ordered a Steam Deck because I was like, I'm getting money now. Better spend some of it. (laughs) Um, 
But besides that, as far as the things that I have actively been playing, it's been a lot of Monster Hunter Rise. And uh, I finally found a weapon that I like <laughs> because I was using Hunting That's what Horn. The, okay, because that was that text. At first, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, uh, I was using Hunting Horn even when I was playing by myself. And I was like, this is not working because monsters would regain health and I'd have to chip it down. And it just wasn't going well. So I switched to Longsword and now I'm a god. Um, I finally got the uh, Kizutsune, I think is the name of the monster armor. Uh, that's my favorite monster design in the game, so I got every armor piece for it and fully upgraded it. Really like that. Um, I just killed my first Rathalos uh, last night. I cut its fucking tail off and then brutalized it and chopped it for all its pieces. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I'd never really cut parts off monsters when I had the hunting horn, because that's not really a thing you could do. But uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it now. What? How does a hunting horn work as a weapon? You are pretty much it's the It's basically bard. a big hammer, but you also play it like a big tuba, and it gives people buffs. The way that uh, I, the way that I've said it is, it's like a bard, but like big, strong bard. So like they will they will like smack shit around when they need to. But mo if you're playing with like a full squad of people, most likely you'll be kind of backwards, like playing it, buffing everybody, doing shit like that's that. That's really cool that that's like a, an available class. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do like playing it when I'm online, but alone it just doesn't work out super well. I tried getting into Monster Hunter, and it's just, I couldn't. But then I see, like, clips of people, like, timing these, like, combo attacks in, in just the most epic way, where they, like, slow it down. I'm like, holy shit, where was this game? You stop I, it, not, like, was, in the middle I, of an attack. I wasn't playing this game. How do I get that it, this mode? It, Joey always told me, once you find the weapon that's right for you, you're gonna, everything is gonna fall into place and click. Okay. So that's just what it takes. You have to literally try every weapon... <laughs> And uh, just go about it that way. It, and it, to me, it also changes per game because, like, I've played three Monster Hunter games: Generations Ultimate, Rise, and World. Yeah. In World, I was pretty much like the twin dagger guy. I don't know what it was about that. That just is where I sat. For Generations Ultimate, it was just like a uh, what was it? The like the switch lance or whatever. So it goes from like regular sword or whatever, then to like scythe. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, in Rise, it was just like, oh, yeah, the, the fucking basic sword works for me. Like, it's really good, and I can do some really cool shit. Like, it's an all, it's like your all-around easy-to-use class. So, it, yeah, it just depends for me, at least. I feel like each game feels a little different. But I think Rise is their best game. I like World a lot, but I think Rise, especially now with Sunbreak, from what I can tell, is like, yeah, this is, their, this is like them firing on all cylinders. I think World was there to, to kind of... Show off. World brought more people into the series, but Rise is like the natural evolution of it. And would you say that's a better game too? I I think so, yeah. Because honestly, just through a mobility standpoint, Rise kicks every other Monster Hunter in the teeth. The only one I ever played through was the PSP one. Um, yeah, which was one, two, and Blood like Bloodlines, not Bloodlines. I'll have to figure out which which one. It there was. was like three of them, and then at some point they became Wii U games. Or Wii games as well. And 3DS had uh, 3 and Ultimate and all that shit. Um, another thing that was on the PSP was Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops, which had a downloadable Monster Hunter mission. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, I've always wanted to play. That and Ape Escape were somehow in that game. But um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. And then when I'm not playing that, I've been playing a fuckload of Pokemon Puzzle League. 
That's on a Nintendo Switch Online now, right? Yeah. And uh, I... How does that work? It's it's hard to explain. It's kind of like Puyo Puyo, if you've ever played that. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. But... uh, Yeah, Matt, have you played that one? No, I don't think I have. (laughs) It's fine, I just... You just flick Dr. Robotnik's bean, and then you win. But uh, sounds easy enough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fun. I played the shit out of it as a kid, and uh, it still holds up as a puzzle game. Um, my big thing with puzzle games is like they're kind of like roguelikes to me, except that I will admit that I like them. Um, <laughs> like I'll get into a puzzle game, and that's all I'll play for the next like three months. It happened with Luminous, and if they come out with another Luminous remastered on Switch, then it'll happen again. But Pokemon Puzzle League, super good. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have bought the Nintendo Online thing just for that, but since I'm on a family plan, it's nice to have it. Um, But yeah, I did that. I watched the new season of Atlanta. Pretty good. Don't think it was as good as season two, but it was solid. Uh, finished all of what we do in the shadows up to the most recent episode. Love it to death. Uh, what else did I do? Oh yeah, because on the podcast last week you were saying that you just stumbled upon it. So did you finish it? Yeah. Okay, cool. And it it was it was good, but it was also a little disappointing after the long wait. So, you know, it, it's hard to. It's hard to quantify it because there was a ton of time in between and I don't know how it affected shooting and everything with COVID. But all in all, it's still Atlanta, still worth watching. Um, and then I read the new chapter of Chainsaw Man today. What do you think about it? Because it, it definitely is a stopgap. Yeah, it. but I, it has some, some like, I like the idea of, you know, the school still hasn't forgiven her for Bucky. I'll say this: I could hear the Evangelion cicadas in my head while this chapter was going. I, dude, there, there. Every chapter, Denji doesn't show up. Is gonna make his reveal either the most hype thing or the most anticlimactic. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I thought it was also very Chainsaw Man that the 100th chapter was like the most boring one so far. Yeah. So, you should read Chainsaw Man. I I haven't been tempted to read a manga until watching that screensaver wallpaper engine video for what was it just for just for volume nine volume nine it looked so hype i was like chainsaw man in my opinion like so for me it go like for manga it goes like berserk chainsaw for me at least chainsaw man i like better than berserk but berserk is better in general but berserk chainsaw man bleach are like my top three and like chainsaw man is just so creative like, I like Bleach because to me it's just generic shonen, but like done really well. Uh, Berserk is just a masterpiece, and then Chainsaw Man is just fucking weird. Like there are moments where you you you, you think you know where it's going, but it, it's not going the way you think. the The way they do your generic shonen arcs, like their tournament arc, was fun. Uh, the what would be considered like the training arc. Like the the okay, we've got all these really cool characters and they go after the main character type arc that like Naruto, Bleach, and everything else has. Everything's so different. Like the the way they deal with human interactions is too is so cool. And then just the the last arc of the thing was just nothing but like gut punch and then epic fight, gut punch, 
And then just honestly, a very somber kind of like, all right, well, it's over. And then they go, all right, on to part two. And you're like, what? It, it's so good. Like, I highly recommend Chainsaw Man to everyone. Like, it is one of my favorite mangas of all I've read. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm tempted for sure. If you ever want to, I own all of them on physical. Really? I own all, yeah. So that's, that might be easier than... I mean, you could also do the Shonen Jump app. Like, of all the, like, subscription services... How much is that? It's $2 a month. It's out of everything. It's like the most like, I'm never gonna let it like I'm never gonna like think about. Well, I, I should cancel that one. Like Netflix, sell the other ones like oh, fourteen dollars a month, fifteen, yeah, whatever. Just don't go to the gas station and buy like a candy bar. Once yeah, time. like it <laughs> yeah. to me, it's like oh, Shonen Jump is like the but the best bang for your buck because you got so much you can read. Really? Even the past couple of months when I didn't have a job, I was like, I can still afford Shonen Jump. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where you know you're fucked if it's like oh, I should probably cancel Shonen Jump. That's when if you I are... have to cancel Shonen Jump, then you ought to just like fucking off me then. <laughs> but uh, if yeah. I can't find three bucks. But yeah, so Chainsaw Man is still weird as hell, and I cannot wait to read more. Can't wait for Chainsaw Man to show up. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for the titular character to show up in his own fucking series. Yeah. How long has it been since he's ninety? Seven was the the end of part one. When they did the hiatus, Dingy was in the last chapter, of course, because it was wrapping up that arc. And then uh, Dingy's the main character. Yes, yes. Okay. And then there is there was a long hiatus, and then the manga came back two or three weeks ago now. Three weeks, I think. Three weeks, and um, it starts off with a new character, and we've just been following this new character with. Like the only character that we know that has shown up is like a side character that was in one chapter so far. And they, they're mentioning Chainsaw Man, but he hasn't physically shown up yet. So And is is this is it like kind of boring? Not, this last chapter is boring. This one was because all it was was oh this girl. How many ran, pages is like a chapter usually? It Roughly can, about twenty seven for Chainsaw Man. Okay. This one was probably the shortest, I, guess, I think. Don't they in like manga, don't they do like like uh, tire tiles counted by like scene tiles, I guess. Yeah, it they definitely do it more dynamic than most comic books do. Um, it depends on if you're in just like a downtime scene or a uh, an action thing. the The corners on some panels will get sharper. They'll have two page spreads a lot, stuff like that. Cool. With uh, a lot of the time, you'll see panels run along the top and that's all the characters reacting to what's happening in the big two page okay. spread so yeah I I can't wait just you know, like like we were saying just like for this to like for, for Denji to show up and I've, I've been telling BJ it's good like because of how this is usually written he's gonna show up in the most anticlimactic way like she's gonna like the my my vision my, my theory is she's gonna like because she's like stressed or super anxious, she's gonna run into the wrong bathroom and stumble upon him taking a shit. Like, and he's just gonna be like, "Oh shit, fuck, uh, hi." Like, it's gonna be the it's gonna be like the the stupidest way he could show up. I have a new theory. Oh yeah, I think he'll be fighting a demon and then fall off of a roof and crush her in the exact same way she did Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end that! Just like, oh, here's a, here's this character. Oh, this is the new main character. Boom, dead. Yep. That'd be hilarious. And so on point for Chainsaw Man. But yeah, that's that's all I've really been up to. What have you been up to, Luke? Uh, I'm playing Judgment. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. That's been my main thing. I'm Of the th- 12 or 13 chapters, I'm seven in. 
I just did a point. There's a point where you have to use another character to sneak into a hostess club or host club or whatever. And uh, that was fun because it's like dialogue options. You have to pick the right one and you get the information stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, that was really fun. And so so far the story, like I keep saying to BJ, you would love it. Detective noir, thriller shit, really good. I'll play it on my Steam Deck. <laughs> Yeah, I'll play yeah, all dude. the Yakuza's on my Steam Deck. That's How does, yeah. does multiplayer work pretty well? Apparently, yeah. A lot of people do uh, Valorant from their yeah. Steam Deck. No way. So, dude, we could play some uh, some fun PC. <gasps> you... Okay, when I'll Inscription be, I'll... gets its multiplayer, bro. Here's the other one that would be a lot of fun: Phasmophobia. Mm. I love Phasmophobia, and I all like all my PC friends. Honestly. Yeah, they're not very good. Like, I always am like, hey, let's play these games. And they only want to play, like, Apex Legends or other shit. And I'm like, let's play some, like... Normies. Yeah. Let's play Phasmophobia and do some ghost hunting. Because it's, it's so fun. There's times where, like, I'm legitimately scared. It's just a, it's a great wave of emotions. That I'm definitely through. down with that because I love multiplayer horror. Like, me and my sister used to play Dead by Daylight all the time. Yeah, you were telling me that you were actually kind of cracked. I am pretty cracked at Survivor. I'm not very good as a killer, but they uh, they used to tell me I should stream. Really? So, yeah. There you go. Damn. We'll see how I do with Phasmophobia. You should start telling, you should start telling them, go back go back on it to Dead by Daylight over and start being like, hey, I got a podcast. You should go check it out. Yeah. No, but... Uh, well, I you plug the podcast. <laughs> I could stream Dead by Daylight, but I'd need a full pink setup and some thigh highs, and I don't want to spend that kind of money. <laughs> For the thigh highs, everything else is fine. Well, it's yeah. getting the right I mean, pair of thigh highs. Are you highs. gonna have a full body cam then? No, it just be it just you be the thighs. To. No, you no, you have to do like one of those oh, things where you don't want to show below, your yeah below the, below the waist. No, cam. no, you, wow. no, you gotta yeah I no. Like this, this is what you gotta do is you have to do it where you gotta you gotta get matched shit where you get like a voice changer and see so it's like an anime girl voice. You get thigh highs, put a little skirt on there. And that's all you do, and it's. But they then don't I also have to start like shaving my legs at a certain point, and I got a lot of hair. Yeah, that's too much work. Dude, the other day. But it'd be the ultimate troll, where it's like all these, all these like thirsty dudes giving you money, and then all of a sudden you're like, "What's good, bitch?" <laughs> yeah, after like three years of streaming. Do I see that on Omega all the time? Like on, on like TikTok, somebody be like, "Hey, boys," and then they're like, "What are you like?" And he's like, "What's up, man?" <laughs> What was the one where the two the two dudes who were dressed as girls like found each other? Like, what, dude? Like, oh yeah, they they had that moment where they were like, "Are you fucking dude?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> that was good. No, I I uh, I need. Why to aren't get, you guys I... like that? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're so sorry, BJ. <laughs> Not you so much, but Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, BJ. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm gonna try to get a Steam Deck because, like, uh, the only way that I'll be, I'm either I get a PC or I get a Steam Deck, and I don't, I both are, seem out of reach for me right now just because of bills. But uh, yeah, uh, Judgment's fun. You should play it. It's a really good game. I've also been just, I've been reading a lot. I'm reading both Solo Leveling, which I talked about last week, and I'm reading Overlord, which is another light novel. Thing isn't that is that good connected to that anime? Yeah, it's oh, it's it the is. it's the what okay. the anime is based on. Okay, it is. So I hate the isekai, super overpowered character. You with isekai is starting to sound a lot like me and roguelikes. Yeah, well, it's the, it's the same shit where it's like I hate them, 
But then I find one that's like really good, and I'm like, fuck, this is actually really solid. Because I hate Sword Art Online. I hate. I don't know the fuck it. Uh, reincarnation in, into another, whatever the fuck. They're all named that. Most of them are shit. Like, anytime I see clips on Twitter, it's, it's kind or, of the, like, you get trapped in another world. You either die in real life, get sent to another world, or just something pushes you into another world. That's that kind of. That's like, the genre. Genre, okay. And the reason I hate most of them is because they're all. You can immediately almost visualize the person writing it. Because they're all like, here's this generic, just wet blanket of a main character, and then all the baddest bitches want his dick, and are somehow willing to share, because he's that cool, and anytime he gets into a fight, he wins. There's no like stakes, nothing, just they win, because they're super cool, they're the coolest guy ever. They're all fucking like this. I hate it. Like it's the I I get like three episodes in I'm like fuck I wasted so time. So is like that? No, actually. It's, but is it trapped so, in another world though? It it is it is trapped in another world okay. and that's why I was like fuck I don't know if I'm gonna like this. Spirited away is technically an isekai. Technically yeah, Spirited away Whoa. can be considered an isekai. Um, but um. So is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, that's true. Really? So I guess so I guess I do like some isekai. You get transported to the past. Yeah. Then... Less time travel, less isekai, more just time travel scenario. I, but you could argue time travel is just another way form of isekai. Yeah. Wow. Back to the Future is an isekai. Is an isekai. <laughs> wow. No, but uh, Overlord is interesting because what it, what it is is the world that this that these guys inhabit. Is E.T. an isekai? No. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. For for E.T. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. At, at one point, is it an isekai where you just get transported and another is just, oh, it's a space. You know what I mean? Like, but he get, gets well, trapped it, in another world. Yeah. Well, I, yes, but like, th- he can get Don't to his world. Well, no, but he can get e. to his. Final Fine. Fantasy X. <laughs> yeah, that could work. Yeah. All right. Cool. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> wait, I just got to mention this. Joey brought one up to me that I think you need to watch. Uh, it's it's about Tensei. Maybe I don't know. Probably. But uh, it's about this girl whose uncle was an isekai protagonist and he comes back to the real world and Ooh. he still does all this shonen shit but it's like a slice of life thing see that's fun because like that's that's a weird twist on it and it's like oh he was in this world and now he has to like reacclimate to real life again see that's interesting because all the regular isekai shit is just here's this but boring dude who fucks all these women and never loses a fight be- but he's just a loser and it's because he was a loser in the previous life. Black Clover's an isekai, but just from Yami's perspective. <laughs> yeah, sure. It is. Yeah. But what makes Overlord different, so it, it came out... So Overlord, at least the anime, came out around the same time Sword Art Online did, and a couple other shows where it did the whole MMORPG mechanics into games, into anime or whatever, and... The main character is just like a regular old banker, like just dude who played this MMO for 12 years and the servers were going to shut down and he, he logged on just to kind of like, you know, stay on till the server shut down. Cause he thought, you know, Hey, I really want to, you know, I spent 12 years of my life here. I want to want to see it to the end. And then the timer goes, the server shut down, but he's still there. Oh, and he's like, so everybody what? who's still there. Well, gets stuck? no, only him. Because he was the, uh, I don't know, like the actual. I'm only on the first book, but the way it is is that like he didn't update Windows. Probably he just got fucked. But um, he's there. He doesn't have any of his console commands. Like he can't log out, can't admin anybody. And now all the NPCs who are just regular NPCs that you can talk to have personalities, have 
react like they they now react like a person would instead of just you know like a yes or no in, in how NPCs yeah. work and scripted dialogue yeah so now they're all fully fledged people and what makes it even better is that the way that got me to get into Overlord was someone explained it to me as the main character is the final boss in a D&D campaign because he's that strong, that powerful, and he's the evil guy. So that was the point is when they were playing the MMORPG, his guild role played as villains. And so when he jumps in, he is a villain. And so now he has his like his inner monologue that's going like, oh man, like I, I'm, I have to role play, I have to keep up, like see what's going on. And he does some evil shit, and he's like, man, I didn't feel bad about that. Because his moral whatever has gone away, because he's now the character. So he's like, wow, I don't I don't feel bad that I just killed a guy. Because his character would have killed a guy. Shit like that. He has all the magic powers, he's got this, this ancient scepter that him and his guild built and made. It's this whole thing. And it's just him kind of figuring out, can I go back home? Do I want to? And then, like, what, what made this... Does it ever go to, like, parts where it like cuts to his like physical body uh well, no like it's the, most isekai don't cut back the whole point is that they're in this new world most of them aren't going to go back and same with this one the difference but, here though is they're, that they, they're like real bodies though are, like decay well that's the thing is that's the thing with sword art online yeah they, they have a time limit of when they can get out because they will physically die <laughs> like most most of the characters are like hooked up to machines so that they could keep living and stuff like that but no, but the what makes this cooler is that like the the guy who wrote the book only wrote the book because all his all his regular D and D pals were too busy to play D and D with him, and so what he would have been his campaign, he just wrote a story about. It's super and close it, to home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the world like it's it's a fantasy novel through and through, and it's actually really solid. Like the characters are really well written, everything about it just hits. I, I I've only seen like the first few episodes of the anime. Like, as a novel, I'm really liking it. And there's, at the moment, I think in English, there's 14 novels. And they're, like, small. They're, like, this this big. But they, uh, the author said 17 is going to be the last one. So we, we're, get, we're still going to get, uh, you know, 15, 16 in English. 17 is the last one total of the story. So there's a lot I got to go through. But that's been really fun. And then solo leveling is still really good. Um, playing a lot of Fortnite, still haven't unlocked Indiana Jones because I'm honestly, I don't, I'm one of those Fortnite players who doesn't really care about quests. I know, but I, 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 you, you got to if you if you want that Darth Vader skin. Man. Well, see, I'm doing stuff for like the battle pass shit, yeah, but like I don't, I'm not tr- physically trying to do the Indiana Jones quests or like stuff like that. Dude, I was working so hard to get those Indiana Jones uh, skins. I love Indiana Jones. I got the skin, but I haven't had too much of a desire to get the alternate style, but I do want, like, the loading screen Dude, and all that stuff. Speaking of skins, did you guys see the uh, the announce of the new invisible skin? Yeah, dude. Like, no. you you won't be able to be seen. It's actually really kind of sick. Yeah. It feels like cheating. Yeah, yeah. But definitely a lot of people are going to get reported for it. Oh, for sure. And it, it's it's an unfair advantage, honestly, in the game. Definitely. That can't be real. No, yeah, see? The new invisible skin. You can't oh. see it. <laughs> All the comments are that they're like, this is so unfair. What skin? <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't get the joke, it's John Cena. You can't see him. You and can't see me now. What was remember, what was the skin they put out? The uh, like the the Cupid like statue skin it was like the the like all he's like the, the rock um, with the pink pants. The Love Ranger. Whatever yeah. It was that one? It was funny. I saw some videos of people like 
just like standing on rocks and sitting down and pretending to be a statue and it worked people would walk past these fuckers and they would just immediately jump out shotgun in the back of the head and i was like damn i've seen people kill npcs with their skin and then walk around and then just like when someone comes and approaches them they'll throw out three shield potions oh my god and then when they turn around they just fucking waste them I, there's another thing too is I've I have so I won a match of Fortnite the other day, just playing solos, and I I honestly feel bad for how I won, because I was running low on ammo. It was literally like I'm gonna lose, and I look at my inventory and I go, oh right, I had three boogie bombs, <laughs> and then this person literally runs. I see them. I just go, Poof. and they start dancing. And I just go, and I run up to them and they're like jumping around like fuck fuck fuck. You can I can hear. Like, in my head, the person's like, fuck, god dang it. And I just, one quick prime shot. What is it, prime shotgun, the new one? Yeah. Yeah. One right Probably to the head. Free two-day delivery. Oh. <laughs> free delivery, bitch. To hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I hit him. I hit him with that, and I got the Vic Roy, and I honestly felt bad. I was, I was like, damn, that that was dirty. That's I just strategy, a, man. Yeah. I got a kill with a boulder. Oh, fuck nice. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. disrespect right I there. Was, I clipped it, man. I was like, no way. I would have been fucking pissed. Dude, it, dude, I, it, no, he was yeah. running away, and I was like... <laughs> Not on my watch. And he Wiley was like, Coyote, I motherfucker. Even, I literally couldn't even see him. And then all of a sudden, I get the notification <laughs> in the bottom corner. I was like, oh my gosh. And it said eliminated. Damn. Yeah. That 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 one would, yeah, I'd, I'd fucking quit. I'd be like, nope, fuck it. I'm done with Fortnite for the day. It was crazy. But yeah, that's all I've been, I've been up to, so... Anything else you want to want to do? Talk about real fast, because I got some news stories we can go through. I, mean, I can I can tell that story. Uh, oh yeah, you have a, an actual story. Let's get yeah. into that. Yeah. So you know, right now it's a smaller podcast, you know, and uh, which is good for talking about these intimate stories. Uh, Tyler and I have a friend. If, if you ever want me to like cut anything, you have to let me know like ahead of time. Like, well, no, I can if, just tell well, you afterwards. Well, no, I'm saying, well, I'm saying, like in general, like if this podcast gets big and you're like, hey, by the way, that story we talked about, oh, yeah, yeah. can you okay, go back? Okay. Yeah. Well, then here, I'll just okay. So Tyler and I have a friend from, um, we just, you know, bleep out stuff. Oh, yeah, don't don't specify names and stuff. Just be like, okay. friend did this this thing. And Come you, up you, with a pseudonym for yeah, this friend, well, or, or use I'm, fake okay. names like yeah, okay. well, it's okay. Jerry. Okay, okay. So Tyler and I have this friend. Uh, Tyler's really close. I'm pretty close with him. I mean, a lot of these people from there. Really close with, um, and he, but Tyler lived with him for uh, a while and got pretty close. And so this guy was with this girl. They're dating, and all of a sudden, this guy is also pretty like eccentric. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, has kind of has some wild stories. He's just a wild guy. So he got this girlfriend. And all of a sudden, like he started kind of like like calming down. Like she kind of like tamed him, and he's posting all these pictures of him being happy and we were like so happy for him and then all of a sudden though we get like we he, he calls tyler and tyler's relays to me like there's it's kind of like trouble in paradise it's not as great as it sounds you know instagram all right instagram is the life that you want everybody yes, to see so they like are going through some stuff and i'm pretty i don't know if they broke up i think they 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 kind of like went through kind of like a breakup but then they got back together and we we're like, huh, that's, you know, like, that's always a rocky situation. Like, mm-hmm. if you ever, I mean, like, I guess, like, there are, like, people make mistakes, but it's not, like, a people make mistakes kind of thing. And also, like, if, if, if you're a kind of person that, like, somebody makes a mistake, 
and it, you're like, this is definitely not worthy of breaking up because they just made a mistake. Like, there's so situations. Yeah. So, and then they got engaged, and we're like, okay, you know, Daniel wants to do that. And then, oh, <laughs> I said the name, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I we'll, didn't hear we'll it. We'll cut it. <laughs> we'll cut it. And so he, uh, something happens big, and, and, and like her true colors kind of are shown. And, uh, and we're all like, and then he he, break, he breaks off the engagement. And we're all like, yes, like way to go. Like true colors came out and you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, you're, you're like engaged, you know, that's like. That's a big commitment. Yes, yes exactly. So they call off. And so we're like, yes, that was it. So today I, I see, um, this photo on his Instagram. Oh no. And I go, Tyler, oh. is that, that's her. And he, and he immediately, cause Tyler doesn't have, isn't on Instagram these days. And he immediately calls me and he goes, what the fuck, man? And I said, <laughs> I, what the fuck indeed? And I was like. Dude, we need like, do we talk? Like, do we tell him? Like, and he's like, he's posting on Instagram. He like wants, like, they deleted all the photos of each other. He wants people to see this. We delete. They deleted all the photos off of Instagram of each other, together. And now, and then, yeah, yeah. And he want, it's like he wants everyone to see this. And I was like, what the fuck? So I send, I send, Tyler a screenshot of me, replying to it with the. Face palm emoji, and I was like, "What if I sent this?" And I didn't. And then I think I see where this and is And then going. I get a notification though on my phone that blank liked my story reply, and I said, oh, "Oh fuck no!" So I go and I reply to his story. Oh boy! With the sad tear emoji, <laughs> <laughs> and he likes it. And I was like, so I immediately called Tyler, and he's dying. He, I said, I first called him, I said, I fucked up, man. And he goes, what'd you do? I said, because we already talked about, it'd be really funny if we, like, all said something and did something. And then he said, what happened? I said, somehow I accidentally replied to it, and I didn't even know. And then he, it was sitting there long enough for Jay, for him to, to for Jay, for Jacob to, uh, to, like, you're just going to make my editing job harder, aren't you? No, it's like <laughs> two two things you have to bleep out, okay? That's, it'll be funny. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And so uh, and and so now, Tyler, I was like, man, what am I going to do? He's like, well, he's already seen it and liked it. And I was like, I can't. He's going to see right through me going, hey, man, that was an accident. Even though it really was. But he, he's going to definitely, I was like, it, it was an accident, but I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> And, you really uh, can't say anything in that situation. Yeah, so I just left that, and so Tyler was like, I should just log back into Instagram just to send the same emoji. And I was like, you should, man. <laughs> and I was like, I'll call the rest of the, or like the, the friend group and be like, please reply to the story to that emoji so he gets the idea that we're all disappointed. But I'd be disappointed too. <sighs> like, yeah. I'm, I don't even know the guy necessarily. And I'm disappointed. Well, it just, like, obvi- like, they were obviously had like, they showed that they loved each other, but like, there was something that, that happened that was like. I, I wonder, like, obviously. Really, that was really telling of like this is. I mean, I like you don't want to be with this for the rest of your life like, type probably, shit. Probably even. I never had fights where I was like, let's not talk. It was just like I'm really frustrated about this, 
but um, it's it's nowhere close to like we should break up. This is like holy moly, this reveal. And I guess like it, I, obviously me and Carmen are, like have a really like it's a really big gift the relationship that we have. But like other people get in relationships and it's hard to be so like you know. But it's just I mean there there's yeah I just I just want the best for people in my friend groups. So when I see shit like this happening, I know that in the moment it's hard when you're like, like there are some really good things that happen in relationships and it's nice to feel wanted and loved. But like from outside, you're just like, I just like, you could do better. Yeah. Silver lining. She probably has the best head of any woman in three states. I, I really hope so, man. Like, yeah, that's, I, that's how I told her. I said, I, I, and I said, Tyler, we might have to like, we might have to please him. Because maybe like, we, we, like, if that's all he's seeking after, like, we'll, we'll you know, help the brother out. Hey, get a bro job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a TikTok where a guy was like, how much would it cost to give your, your best friend head? And the guy was like, $2,000, man. If he, you know, and he's like, what? He's like, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I got my bros back. <laughs> I'd take one white claw. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's... Looks right at me. <laughs> All it takes is one bottle. So that's that's my uncomfortable thing that happened, and uh, so yeah, you really beefed that. I really did, and the worst <laughs> part is I was joking about a reply. I even sent him. I was like, "What if I sent this reply?" And then somehow in my pocket, it must have just. Yep. That's the fucking worst. Yeah. The yeah the worst man. The, I remember like. I've been in situations like that where I've sent a message to the wrong girl. Oh, oh shit. That's pretty awkward. It's also hard because if you go on like Instagram stories and you go to comment, if you just press like one of those default emojis, it just sends it. Yep. I've done that to people that I like barely know. And I'm like, now I look like a fucking stalker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm married and I'm, and I'm like commenting on this one girl that I was like, I haven't talked to you since high school, which is eight years ago. <laughs> Yep. The worst was when like Facebook first came out and like you're in you're like you're in middle school and like you're just scrolling through like your crushes like photos. It's like she's got like something from like something from like three years ago. Like fuck shit. Oh shit. It was the most terrifying like thing because then you have to go to school the next day and like don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything. College humor did a really funny video about something like that where uh, it's basically the scene from Pulp Fiction where the guy comes in to clean up the bodies. But he's like, all right, we got to make it look like your st- your phone's been stolen. We're going to post a bunch of embarrassing shit. Tomorrow morning, you're going to post that your phone got stolen at the bar last night. <laughs> Hell yeah. I w- Okay, that's actually the something. College humor, has, I think, has done a really good job staying relevant. Yeah. Because back in the day, it was the funniest shit ever. And then, you know, and for a little bit, they faded out. You're like, oh, college humor. And, but then they picked it back up with... Brennan and now they're doing all that shit. Brennan was the best thing that ever happened to them. And then who's the I mean, yeah, the cast they have, right? I mean, but they've had these casts for a long time, but somehow they've just like gotten the formula back together. They're doing those TV shows like Game Changers and um Um Actually. When they brought Josh back, I was like, Oh my god, dude, college humor dude. is back on top. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm I'm really happy. I think to me, college humor died like the first time when like I feel Jake and Amir. We're gone. That's a pretty popular opinion. Because like I, I would watch call. I would watch college movie for them, and then trickle down to the other other things they uploaded that wasn't them. But then like when they left, I'm like, well, that's my reason for staying. So I dipped. Have you guys seen Woman Who's Afraid of Owls? No. 
It's basically like they dress Josh up as this old fat lady on like a public access show. It's the funniest shit ever, and I'll show you while we eat dinner or whatever. But you're gonna love it. Hell yeah! I'm already, I'm already I'm, laughing. I'm already down. Like the the premise, you alone. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I. That's a little bit unrelated, but I, I laughed so hard in this season two episode of What We Do in the Shadows, where Laszlo was getting on the internet, and then Guillermo had to go find virgins for them and he found like the vampire hunting <laughs> uh-huh. so he so they're uh, they're on their way they're like one of them is the roommate of that one girl who tuned the vampire and so they're yep. like i know where they live and Guillermo's like oh fuck they're coming to our house so this whole time though laszlo finds a, 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 a <laughs> an email on his on his on his laptop because he doesn't they, you know don't know how to he hasn't checked the email and in so 15 says, years like, if you're reading this, it's too late. You have been cursed. Bloody Mary, you have to send this to like 10 people by sun by like sunrise tomorrow or you will be, you know, killed. And so they're all like, curses are real. This is bad. And so they're freaking out. And so they're on their way. Guillermo's on the way with the vampire hunters to the house. And Guillermo calls the phone. And all the vampires are huddled around the road, and Guillermo, in a, in a quiet voice, goes, "You have to get out of the house. Look <laughs> out! You're all gonna die." And, and they then... all think it's the curse. <laughs> I, I was crying, laughing last night. Oh my gosh, dude! It's, it is such a funny TV show. It's, it's brilliant. There, um, there's an episode coming up that you'll really like, where uh, Nandor starts going to a gym. And he wants to, like, go out with the receptionist. And they find this vampire artifact, which is, like, the cloak of uh, duplication where you turn into someone. And uh, Laszlo goes, um, fucking Guillermo goes and tries to talk to this girl. And they all just fuck it up completely. It's hilarious. (laughs) What we do in the shadows has no right to be that good. Well, it's... I mean, it's almost like, I mean, they have the same formula. It's the same, like, mockumentary formula as, um... The, the thing, though, as, is uh, Parks and Rec and, like, The Office. Yeah, and, and... But it's with vampires, so you get... Now you have to go in, okay, what would vampires act like? Yes, and it's, and it's, it's it, so clever. My mom was, like, trying to find some funny TV shows, and I was like, you like The Office, you gotta watch this. You just gotta give it a try. Um, so I'm waiting to hear back from how she feels about it. It's it's a really good formula. Like if if I was to write like a sit, sitcom type of show, it would probably be that because I'm really into that like awkward humor type of thing. Yeah. And people's facial reactions to something awkward happening is often the funniest thing in the world to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean so, that's what that's what like why Nathan for you is just dude so fucking not what, just Nathan what's for the you. name of that fucking show that you got us on <laughs> the the we how haven't to, talked how to about with, that ju- yet. with Jared no. It's ju- it's it's from Nathan for you's like see, yeah, the executive yeah producer. dude speaking of they just put out his the new first, show yeah the first episode on HBO I I, I really want to watch that because it's all really elaborate setups okay. just to fuck with one specific person okay we'll watch that tonight but Matt gets us onto this show and he starts talking about protecting his furniture from his cat because the cat always claws up the furniture and it goes into this long odyssey of learning about things that protect other things. And he finds this woman that has like a How pair of two with John Wilson. That's it. But he finds this woman that has a pair of uh, red bottoms in a glass case that she doesn't wear that she just shows people. 
And he, he's just like in these situations, like totally straight facing so, everything. Yeah, he's like, so, and then the, the husband's there and he goes like, yeah, you know, something, a centerpiece, you know, something I talk about and it's something we can hand down to the next generation. And, and the, da- the, the daughter, and she's just like screaming <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Like, trying to, like, she's, like, just doesn't want to be here, and she's, like, I hate this. She's, like, yanking the door handle. <laughs> it's such, and it, yeah, and then you also just realize, like, how superficial these people are. Mm-hmm. Imme- like, immediately when she's talking about it, she's, like, I lo- yeah. I love the family where they, they immediately take the, the wrapping off. And then and the chair gets scuffed immediately. <laughs> it's, like, oh, they're is, all, is they're it? all, like, freaking out internally, but trying to, like, play it cool. For the camera. Yeah. But this this episode, it felt natural as it progressed. And then he comes across this fucking person talking in the street about foreskin and how it's a crime to take away a boy's foreskin. And he gets a pamphlet from this guy and goes to meet this guy at his house who builds weights that are supposed to grow your foreskin back out. And it starts with this guy pulling his pants down and he's got a sock sewn into his whitey tidies for a weight that attaches to his dick. That, Pull his foreskin back. And then they cut to a scene where he's in bed with his dick tied to the headboard <laughs> and they just start talking about parasite and shit like nothing's going on. Yeah. It's then, the and most and baffling <laughs> thing I've ever seen. When he cuts to he, he cuts to you and says, who wants a grapefruit uh, flavored seltzer? <laughs> and and the cuts, child in the living room. to like the 23 year old who's still living at home that wants to kill themselves. That was like the the modern day Evangelion chair scene. Dude. Seeing that kid sitting there. Yeah. It was one of the. And, it well, was that so ties, and that ties into then the story of your last podcast about what BJ, how BJ came to me in the middle of the night. Yep. Um, and I, and I, how I just, it wasn't a possibility in my mind that he was going <laughs> to make an entrance like that. And then, yeah, face to face, it finally came to me and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, the, y'all, y'all watched one that I didn't get to see, which was the, the fucking, was the scaffolding, scaffolding one. <laughs> and that one, that one honestly was also really good. Yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't as crazy as that, but it I, still I mean, was just as like, it, he it does jumped- these cuts. Of like it's this B real shit. The stuff that he just finds on the yes, streets in New York B, is it's insane. It's just like stuff, and then he like ties in his narration to it, and it's it's so crazy. Like it, it's like three second clips, and there's like thirty five of them in every episode of just shit that he sees walking around. That's so and, and unbelievable. It just showcases that like New York is is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> New York is its own like other planet it's like it's its own ecosystem with no outside interfering factor <laughs> no but that that show's really good i love that show but yeah yeah so should we get in the news yeah Perfect. so the first bit of news uh comes from uh jason schreier up up at bloomberg this guy this guy breaks a lot of news he does a lot of stuff um but this one is kind of sad so, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake was paused amid studio shakeup. Um, I'm not going to read the whole news article, but this is from Jason Stry. You can go read it on Bloomberg. It's a very good article. But pretty much, uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake has been indefinitely delayed. Oh. Apparently, it was Fuck. supposed to come out. It, uh, this was like the their placeholder date. It was like end of 2022, somewhere in 2023. And now... Developers are saying probably 2025. Whoa. Jesus. So it's getting a harsh, like, delay. 
And uh, what what's what's shaking and what's the shakedown? I don't know what it is, but two people got fired. The the art direct, like the art lead so director, say, and like yeah, they were like so, and they they got fired. We don't know why. I don't think, but they. Do, do you think it's like a Bethesda shit? I don't know, man. Or not Bethesda, you know, Activision. Uh, Activision shit. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not that, but it's, maybe it's they consensually fucked in the conference room. See, I'll take that because then it's just oh, they're perverts, but not like bad perverts. <laughs> they're, they're just freaks. Yeah, they're just freaks. Some sex freaks. But um, but yeah, no, this sucks because like, this was uh, this is one of my most anticipated games just because I like the original, and uh, the the idea of this remake coming out was like super hype for me because I'm like oh hell yeah, uh, a a modernized version of this game so I don't have to go play that shitty combat again, hell yeah, and then Kotor's cool. And this this is gonna be like I guess one of PS5's like big exclusives too. Yeah, it'd be it'd be fun to have like a new big MMO come out. I'd yeah. yeah. I honestly I would I I don't know why it hasn't because like every other fucking MMO has besides because everything's but... scared to be in the wake of Final Fantasy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen has is is dominated the the MMO scene almost. And- yeah, and then there's like people that you know, will, like our diehards, like will only play WoW and will never play anything else, and so you can't expect that those that like player base to ever play. That, anything that's the else. thing with MMOs, like you have to find an audience because you yeah, can't, yeah, you can't you can't expect someone to migrate. Yeah, yeah, you or can't, play you two can't at the steal same time. People from another MMO, you have to get like a whole new. Well, the yeah, only yeah, that's a, that's really interesting. well. It's it's so interesting because World of Warcraft obviously has just been around, has been the king. And the only reason Final Fantasy fourteen even remotely got popular is because it has the Final Fantasy brand. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only way that MMO got popular. And then because you put people on board who knew what the fuck they were doing after the first launch of it. The first run was kind of bad. But A Realm Reborn Onward has just been constant better, 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 better. To the point where when Shad- Shadow... Sh- Shadowbringers. Shadowbringers was like... Literally people looked at it and go, this is one of the best expansions of a fucking MMO ever. To the point where there are people in the Final Fantasy community who say Shadowbringers is like the best Final Fantasy game as just an expansion to an MMO. It's that good writing, that good content. And I'm like, fuck, dude. So yeah, like the fact that the fact that people have willingly left World of Warcraft to go to Final Fantasy 14 is baffling to me. But also, like, the game's good. The thing with Star Wars is it doesn't hurt me that much because there's still going to be a plethora of other Star Wars games that come yeah, out. What's that, that new yeah. one that's uh, Jedi Fallen or Jedi no. Survivor or no? No. The, the one that's the by one the, the, uh, the, the Detroit game, devs. The game, of, the game Awards. Well that one's also like been indefinitely delayed too. What? Because well they, Honestly, that was a dope trailer. With that the was, drums and then the sun and the like the eclipse. Yeah. Isn't it called Eclipse? Yeah Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah. 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 That, that, that one, one that amazing. one was that one because obviously it's just a you know a live action trailer. Well, so no, that one wasn't like a CG. That one wasn't delayed. It was just they put the trailer out and said, "Cool, we started working like yesterday." <laughs> this will come Some out. Some of this stuff might be in the game. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is apparently they there they is like, a game. <laughs> There like, will be a game at some point. We don't know when, and but, we don't know what it'll be. It might. There might not. You know. <laughs> what is this thing we made? <laughs> it's a cool little Star Wars short movie. What? Don't expect anything. No, it's like this doesn't have anything to do with the game. This is just we had a bunch of fans who made their own shit. Zero and, expectations, please. We just thought this shit was cool. We were gonna throw it up on YouTube. But <laughs> they paid us to put it here. 
No, but yeah, some it's funny. EA is the only only company who's gotten Star Wars games and put them out. Whereas everybody else has been like going, ah, we got our Star Wars title. It we'll wait for it. It might be out. It might be there. But Cal Kestis, once again, is the one shining hope in everyone's eyes. Dude, Jedi Survivor's going to be hype. Yeah. I know he's going to Tatooine. Dude. We're going to see Obi-Wan. I just want, I want, I want a crossover into this, like, Star Wars, um, Disney Plus shows. I want, I want, it's because it'd be so fucking easy to get, what's his name? Yeah, uh, um, uh, Cameron Monaghan. Yes, it'd be so easy, and I I know it's really hard, I, dude. Like I've enjoyed like Mandalorian and Obi Wan, not Book of Boba Fett, or I haven't. Not Bad Batch wasn't about me, um, or I, I wasn't about. It. It's just like, it's it's interesting that Disney now that Disney owns it, it it feels like I don't know. I just they don't do a lot of this service to like other like. Even they're doing the safe options. Yes, I think. they are doing the safe options. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey. What's up, Kevin? <laughs> Is that your new guitar? Yeah. Ooh, Let's see it. it. Give us a little taste. Kevin guitar. just got the MGK guitar, guys. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, pretty. All right, here, here, play it in this mic. Nice. <laughs> no, no, he really it, he sucks at playing. <laughs> no one got his first guitar today. <laughs> Hell yeah, cool man. But yeah, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just I I want. I, I, it's a lot to ask for like one particular group of people, the video game Star Wars fans. But I would love to see a live action crossover. With Cal I, there's I, the rumors we might be getting Obi Wan in the game because it's why, why else missing. would they put it at the same exact yeah. time? Yeah, so they're gonna get and maybe because they're the way they've been doing. Yeah, like, and they, they plan that out exact at the exact same time. I think yeah. I think the way they're gonna do it is the same way like the MCU has it, where like okay, Falcon like sit, like you know he has to appear when Falcon appears, even if it's in like a TV show slash whatever. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go, all right, you and McGregor. Go to this. Go to this. Uh, this warehouse. They're gonna put dots on your face and just don't move when you stare into these thousand cameras. And then he goes, "Cool." Now voice him. Now I'm, but I am really interested in this in the uh, antagonist for this new game. Because um, it, it, it made a lot of sense that it was the Inquisitors and it was the sisters. That makes a lot of sense. But this doesn't feel like an Inquisitor. Well, it's some dude it in, a, in a in a in a fucking pod, and you're like, okay, who's yeah, that? Yeah, it feels like he feels like. Yeah, it feels like something else. I wonder if they're gonna start pulling some ancient Sith shit. I I think that's what it's gonna be. They, uh, I, I can't remember where I saw this or how they added it to the game. If it was there at launch or what, but I was watching um, a video of Lego Star Wars recently, and they added a playable Abeloth. Ooh, and there's actual like voice lines for it, I guess. So I don't. That was like a legit playable character, like a mod, or yeah, because the they put. The two characters on the team were Luke and her, and Luke like reacted like there's something ancient and dark about this one, and then it does like this echoey laugh from her. That actually be kind of cool. Do you, do if you that's what they're think gonna do, that they're gonna kill Cal. I hope not. I, I hope they do. Damn, really? I because we know we know how we know how it, the, we know so far into the future how shit plays out. Well, that. It, 
That See, is you true. say that, but Ahsoka has survived all of it, but never appeared in the movies. Yeah, but 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 I, ho- I like I don't know. That's why like I, I there is there is hope for me in like new Star Wars stuff of like build something new, have other stuff like like. That's why I'm excited for the stories, Taika Waititi like, like, thing. Like because I and it's okay for our favorite people to die because we know the future. We know Luke. We know all of this stuff that like we hold near and dear. Write new things. Do like. Like, that's why, I, I mean, I, I hated all the, you know, the newer, like, shit with Ray. I just think it was poorly written. Um, it just wasn't planned. I thought, yeah, I thought, but, but I thought I Force Awakens. But I want new Star Wars content, but I want it to be, like, totally new. Like, like that's what Mandalorian was, like, really dope. Yeah, Mandalorian does a lot for the universe that you've never really seen. Yes. And they, they do a good job of scaling things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's that whole episode where it's, like, an ATST. And that's the biggest fucking problem they could ever have. Yeah. Whereas in the movies, it's like, oh, just fucking blow it up. It's fine. Yeah. But it's like, we're just guys running around on the ground with spears. How the fuck are we going to do yeah. this? Dude, that's why I also, I, I, I mean, I like that they're taking, like, now with all these, like, new shows that they're doing, they're doing some, like, like, what's the one, the espionage one with the Rogue One guy? Candor. Um, yeah. That, Andor, 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 sorry. Andor looks, that. Andor looks fucking cool. So, because it's espionage, it, Yeah. I'm spy so, political thriller. And it's like a normal person, so it's not going to be like an OP person, yeah, or like somebody with a whole rebel fleet behind them that can just like, yeah, it'll look. It's going to be really cool. And that that what that's what has me excited is that now they're venturing into the territory that like the expanded universe was in, where it's like okay, it's Star Wars, but we can do different genres within. And that's it. why, it, like, I guess they're making their own legends, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Because that's why, like, I mean, we all, like, OG fans or real, like, Star Wars fans, like, really was like, what the fuck? They de- decanonized all of, like, Legends. Like, what the fuck? And because there's so much great content there. And I think they're now building their own, like, curated version of that. But yeah. at least now they're getting all this deep lore. Well, uh, and the, the, the thing with, with Legends, too, is, like, I love a lot of the Legends stuff. I own a lot of the books for it. But, like, when you're Disney and you go, okay, so we have to make a sequel movie. But we want to do, we want to be, like, we want to do it our own way. We don't want to adhere to someone else. We want to, like, make our own. And you go, well, we can't make our own because look at all this shit that's now canon and in the way of us doing something. And so they go, cool. Well, in order for us to have, like, full creative freedom and to do whatever the fuck we want, we have to do that. Which, which, again, at that point when they decanonized everything, Clone Wars was decanonized until they decided to bring it back. Like, there was a lot of shit that was... Yeah, yeah, I mean, at first I was mad, but now now that they're building out their own lore and stuff, I'm like, okay, this is what what makes Star Wars... Star Wars is its deep history of of shit. It's not just a movie, but it's a universe. I think what's making making Star Wars really good now is it's very obvious there's a lot of planning going into it. Like, even the High Republic novels had plans before they wrote the first and book. And they're bringing in, like, John Favreau, who's, yeah. who is... I mean, he's the new uh, Lucas. I mean, in all, for all intents and purposes. You know? Like, it's it's why, like, I, even to this day, I still like Force Awakens because it's a good setup movie. They just didn't set it follow through. Like, I, th- and I, and I, I think I, it's a very good stepping did. stone and that they could have gone with... And sure, Last Jedi is... Nah, but it has some really good points that then Rise of Skywalker reeled back on. So it's like it was a mess of a trilogy. It should you should have planned that out before you even. I, I heard the first some scene. guy who did like a really I don't know how recent it was, but he did a really good breakdown of what he wished the new movies were, and it was 
it was Ray was still Palpatine and that kind of shit, but they it kept the original script, which was uh, Finn being force sensitive. That's and all was, I really and wanted. It was and it was the battle between Ray, who started like going dark side tendencies, with Finn being light side. And I was like, because it kind of was like role reverse, where like Finn, you they think, switch sides, yes, pretty yes. much. And I was like, that's really, really because then Ray starts like training under Kylo. And then it, it set up this whole yeah, and I was like, "That's fucking dope." Because I, yeah, I do, I do like the idea of like, of Finn being because now that they're just recu- recruiting kids and it's not clones, it's like, yeah, that you just get a force sensitive kid, and now his finally his powers start to be, come alive, and and he's he's literally a stormtrooper, and it's like, yeah, I thought that was such, would have been such a cool. I, my biggest gripe is I'm like to me. Like I Ray's like I don't have a problem with a character being overpowered just because we've had Anakin and like specifically Anakin who just like could do shit. Like you watch Dude, clone, you watch Clone Wars, you watch Clone in Obi Wan. Oh. I Kevin and I were I mean I was screaming. I was like, it was. I mean that's because where that's, he, that where was he like accurate. holds that fucking he, oh my yes, god that he, gave me chills. It, did it was and it's like it's it was real it was real it's like it shows his power it it, it was everything that like is like darth vader is the most terrifying yes and it it hit even harder because we see in uh whichever the fucking last movie was they uh ray and kylo trying to bring the ship down and the ship's like still pulling up but Vader just reaches out With three fingers hand. and just fucking stops it dead in its tracks and pulls it directly back down Dude, to the and ground. And you see the ships like turning up its, its the boosters its, are all it, the way up. Yes. Oh my god, I'm getting chills right now. It was incredible. I mean, that's like when they they fucking did the the last. I mean, spoilers for um, Obi Wan. Oh uh, no, no. Oh, for, so. Well, that too, but uh, for Fallen Order, last the last chase scene is like you don't get to fucking fight Vader. You run away from Vader. Yep. It's not a boss fight. It's, it's a it's a fucking run. Yes. It's a dead by yeah. daylight match. I mean that that is some of yeah that was awesome. Like, say say what, in Rogue One that final scene where they redid that the hallway the hallway scene like all they're doing oh depicting say, Vader as fucking. I was gonna say say what you will about Disney Star Wars, but there's one thing they have nailed, and that is how scary Vader is. Yes. Every time he has shown up. Since Disney acquired, it's the most terrifying. Like fuck, mm-hmm. like I'm you just were... waiting on the Vader show. There's rumors. You might get it. I'm excited for that. Um, really excited for the um, the acolyte or Ahsoka or not Ahsoka. Well, it's that one, but it's uh, um, curve. What I'm blanking. Dooku. Asajj? Yeah, the Dooku. Oh. oh, the the Tales of the Jedi thing. They're yes, doing? yes, which is Ahsoka and. Well, so it's it's an animated anthology series. They're yes. all going to be like 15 minutes long, but it's it's them going in and going, all right, we're going to tell you how this shit happens. We're getting young yeah. Dooku. We're getting young Ahsoka. Um, that's at least confirmed. Because that, that's also such an interesting story with... Because Dooku like, is like... When you really look into him, he's one of the most interesting characters. Yes, in and then he also is like... like I mean, he wasn't he Qui-Gon's master? He he was definitely like a mentor. I don't know if he was like the he, full master. He was Yoda's apprentice were, for sure. Yes, but uh, like he's so interconnected, and we yeah. just get this. Like, Qui Gon's gonna be in that episode. Yeah, quite voiced by Liam Neeson. Yeah. So that was also something that I freaked out on watching Obi Wan. I was like, there he is. Because he's the they fucking boy. Alluded to it, and then at the very you, in, by that time, I was like, okay, I guess they're not gonna do it. 
and then they did it, and I was Psych. like, oh. It was well, great. it makes me hype because so of because everybody who acted in that said they'd be down to go for season two, and I'm just saying, getting you and McGregor and Liam Neeson just talking in scenes, like while fucking Obi Wan's building his space hut that he has in Episode Four, I'd be super down for. Like, I just I want to see more of that. That show also I love because like I love that they they didn't spoil it in the trailer because I didn't know I it threw me a loop and it's like. Because I'm like, why Why is, yeah, like, why is Obi-Wan going to leave Tatooine and leave Luke? Oh, yeah, right, Leia. She she obviously is a, a focal point of the universe and as important. It, yeah. makes, it, it warms my heart. That no I, one gave her shit? No. No. Oh. <laughs> I gave her shit. I was like, man, it's so easy to catch an 11-year-old. Not to be a creep, but, you know. <laughs> you know. Speaking from personal experience. <laughs> but, uh, I... Like, it warmed my heart now realizing that Kylo's named after him. Yeah. That, that's so... That adds... Oh my god. Retro- it's it's like the WandaVision thing where, um... What the fuck is the second Avengers movie? Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, uh-huh. Age of Ultron is definitely the weakest. Yeah. But watching WandaVision adds proactively, retroactively, I mean, like so much credence to that movie. Oh, with the with her kids and uh, with the kids, yeah. with her gaining her powers from the stone, and that's like where her connection to Vision comes from, and everything that makes Age of Ultron worth watching to me. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Like the prequels, as their own, they're still enjoyable, but they're not good movies. But then, like case in point, like the only like when you actually watch the prequels, I don't they that didn't sell the Brotherhood of Anakin and Obi Wan to me. You had a couple quips in episode three, but in episode one, he's a child and doesn't, and he mainly I mean, follows Clone Qui-Gon. Wars is what well, flushes that, and out. And that's the thing. It flushes out their relationship, I, uh, and you get the complexity of, of Anakin's true st- struggle between light and dark. It's it's so... it's. It, but, but that's the thing, is that, like, the trilogy as its own is like, yeah, it's fun, but, like, you can't tell me there's not a lot of plot holes. But Clone Wars, now that I have that retroactive information in my head... Yeah. Revenge of the Sith hits so much harder because not only is it Anakin falling to the dark side, the Brotherhood is ruined. Now you go, fuck, Ahsoka's still out yeah. there. Like you, I got to see Padme not be shit because she's actually good in the Clone Wars series. Yeah. Like, it's that thing. Retroactively, it made the prequels get, better. As, as, as much as at first the whole Darth Maul being reincarnated, I was like, what the heck? This I've liked like, it since day one. That shit was the coolest thing. You know, at, at first, I was like, this is bullshit. Like, but then I was like, no, man, I, I'm all about this arc. And uh, yeah, I was all about it. And then you get in fucking Rebels. Yeah. His his introduction in Rebels, I'm like, yes, we're not done with him. I was like, so fucking hyped. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they throw in that, that little bit in um, uh, Han Solo. Yeah, know. that was, that see, was really with, cool to with see. With the same, uh, what's his name, Anthony or? Uh, well, no, it, it was. Um, the face actor. It's Ray, well, it's Ray Parks. Ray Parks? That's the guy. Uh, who who yeah. was the f- actor, but then the voice was Sam Whitworth. Yeah, yeah. So they, so they got both. They, yeah, we got both. We got the, yeah. So I was like, that's pretty dope. And I, th- I think that's why a lot of people still hate the sequel movies is because they're not willing to go back and do things for those that retroactively make scenes from them better. That's the thing is I I've said it to BJ and I still think this way. If the sequel trilogy gets their own clone wars equivalent, like, Hey, we're going to do more in this era with these characters. I think, and then it's, it's written well, planned well, whatever. I think it would make people go back and go, yeah, these movies aren't planned well, but like, but I, I like how 
you know, like this book or this show ties into this scene in, in, in Last Jedi or ties into this one in Rise of... It would make it better. Because, like, I... Case in point, I hate... I fucking hate Attack of the Clones. It's my least favorite Star Wars movie. I hate watching it. It's the worst Whoa. one. It's the worst one. I will put it under all of the of the sequel trilogy. No, man. Be, no. Trilogy. I, be, no, because Attack of the Clones is so fucking boring to watch. Every Except single Except for I don't know. the last battle scene. Even then. I don't know. That shit, because when you actually, like, I watched, I rewatched all the, the prequel, prequels for Obi-Wan. And boy, my, my roommate fell asleep during Attack of the Clones. I'm watching it like just this the whole time. Like, I'm just like, cool. Every time someone speaks, I hate it. The That one, in my opinion, even with episode one being before it, has the worst CGI. The fucking final okay, fight so, scene. Okay, let's be honest. So it was really hard for like, cause they, uh, I don't know. I, I hold the prequels. I hold episode high. three in high regard. I hold all three. My favorite one is actually episode one. That that's where I'm at too. Episode one to me is Star Wars. Yes, it was. It was also my dad took me to see it in the theaters. Like, and then I saw the rest of the theater. But it was just, it it was Star Wars for me. It was. It was my dad experience with four, five, and six. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, and it's it's that's. I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for one, two, and three. I wouldn't be here talking with such high regard and such. It's just yeah. And so I yes, I it is like terrible CGI. They're also you know they were trying to keep up with the times. George Lucas of like going from the you know four, five, and six where it's all practical to then going from one which had. CGI, but it was not that good. Then CGI became better, but then they went like, let's and just do even, everything CGI. Even when the first one came out, that advanced CGI. Jar Jar Binks, years. regardless of what you think about him, still looks good to this day. I mean, well, it's, it's also interesting because like, there's so many things. There are so much practical effects in episode in, one in specifically. One, yeah. yeah, in episode one, like in uh, the pod racing thing, the whole stands are just um, Q-tips that are painted and that they just jiggled up and down to make it look like people like, like there's, there's shit like that. You know, it's like, they still use practical, but then in episode two, they just went like all CG. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, there is some terrible CG and I guess the story is, but I, I just can't, I just can't rank it lower than. Oh no, the, the Phantom. So my, my stars ranking is fucking wild to some people because <laughs> it's like, what number one with the bullets empire. Cause it's a perfect movie. It's just to me, it's perfect. Number two is A New Hope. Number three is Rogue One. Number four is Revenge of the Sith. And then from that point forward, every single one of them just kind of inter intermashes where it goes, okay, Force Awakens, Phantom Menace, and then the re and then Solo. And then I don't really give a shit about the rest of them. Rogue One? Come Ro on. I put Rogue One at the top. It was like three or four, whatever yeah, I put sorry. it. I, I, yeah, Rogue One was up there. No, Rogue One is really good. I Now, granted, I think Rogue One is not the i it's i have problems with the story kevin kevin come here what, what's your give us your list right now top three star wars i, don't have a list. I, I think rogue one is the best star wars movie i really do i see that point of view yeah no but like it, i th i think rogue one is in my top three yeah yeah Yeah, they got yeah they got the secret plans and I, I think cinematically it's died. the best. No, uh, the fact that the fact that nobody fucking survived is the best thing about the fucking movie. It is so good. Like like they literally were like, "There's no loopholes. They're all gone. We're not gonna see them again later. They're dead." Yeah, genius. Uh huh. 
But no, like I don't know what it is. But like, also you got some of the best characters. Uh, Saw Gerrera. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Man, if, I would love a series on Saw Gerrera. He was in, he was in oh uh, Fallen God. Order. We got yeah. to see him in Fallen Order, yeah. which didn't he say Rogue? Like he he quit acting, but then still came back for for the fucking video game, which is wild to me. Yeah. I probably because he loved his the character that he played. No, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Like because I hear that a lot about like actors that will quit, but then they fall in love with a character, and they're like, I just can't not. I'm hope I'm hoping that's Jim Carrey with Eggman. It is Jim Carrey with Eggman. Better be fully retired. Then he was like, I am the Eggman, dude. When Sonic 3's trailer drops, I better see that motherfucker somehow be be around and him being like i want revenge on sonic and i'm gonna use project shadow and i'm gonna i'm gonna lose my shit because it's just gonna be adventure to the movie yeah. but without the shitty knuckles parts Dude, we're gonna we're gonna fucking see the third one in, in day the, fucking one yeah. i'm i'm so excited Dude, for that movie to come I, out. I i'm so surprised because the first one i was like eh second one i came in with the eh, but we were all together so i was like i just love being with the boys and I was so surprised at how entertained I was. It was just fun. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the thing that a lot of modern Sonic has mi- has missed with me is that like it's not fun. Like even even how they try to portray the story, it's just been like, yeah, no, this is this is one of those. But they really have cast it really well because yes. Um, well, to be fair, t- uh, Tails is literally just the voice actress but, in the games. But, but um, Ben but, Schwartz is. And amazing. Like when we were playing Sonic. Sonic Adventure Two, it's, I was like, this could be Ben Schwartz. Like. Ben Schwartz was the perfect casting for that. I, as much as I, in the first movie, it was like, why? But Egg, uh, Eggman is cast perfectly. Idris Elba's Knuckles was was the best thing. I remember, I remember telling BJ that he had literally just. I left. left his house and he called me and I was like, "Hey, did I forget something?" And he was like, "They just announced who Knuckles is," <gasps> and I was like, "Oh my god, who is it?" And he was like, "It's Idris Elba," and we both just freaked out on the phone because we it, thought it was such a good cast. It was great for me because I had just like this was like a couple days after I'd like seen Suicide Squad for like the third time because I like that I like uh, James Gunn's movie. And then the I was Suicide like, Squad. "Yeah, the Suicide okay. Squad." And then yeah, then I go, "Oh yeah, by the way, after Suicide Squad, he's gonna be Knuckles." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Now make him James Bond, but that's just me. I uh, I don't think I've told you this yet, but there was an interview with Robert Pattinson where he was talking about his inspirations for the Batman. Uh-huh. And do you know who one of the main inspirations he listed was? What, like the uh, Kurt Cobain? <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. What? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm just saying my two picks for Shadow is Keanu Reeves or Robert Pattinson. Those two. Because Keanu Reeves can get that low voice... Where I don't know, I could just see it, but dude, then John Robert, Wick, uh, the new John Wick, movie dude, the trailer, I dude, can't the trailer, fucking wait, oh for my that shit. gosh, bro, they have, they've nailed like, it's because they've done like the, not it's the it's it's action, like perfect action that's not campy. Because it's made by fucking action directors. And, the first and movie, then they, then they put John, they put Keanu Reeves through legitimate like. Weapons training. Dude, those videos of him With, on the range. So the person that does it is in California. His name's Terran Tactical. It's this it's this bigger guy that is like you know, you wouldn't suspect, or you just think he's like a loser of a person. And he just da, 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 just is incredible on the range. And uh, then you like I've seen all these other videos of people training. Uh, with him, the guy who did uh, the Punisher, what's his name? John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Like he does get another good shadow casting, maybe. Ooh. But he has all these amazing people that get like real weapons training, and so then like all the guns that you see 
in John Wick are like Terran tactical nineteen like nineteen uh, elevens or other stuff, and it's just incredible. Like you don't get like endless clips and, and stuff. You see him like reload. There, there are so many times in that movie where he finds a gun, uses the bullets, and then he Throws immediately the has gun to away. leave the gun and fight with his hands to find another gun. Yeah, it it the the fact that or ev- like he'll, every he'll, scene he'll jam and he'll do stuff or like. There's other things I saw, like that certain this one type of gun is notorious for jamming first round. So mm-hmm. he does, he puts the round in, and with his one single hand, he grabs it from the top and pushes it back to just. To I, check, I remember that scene. Just check if the bullet's loaded, because it's apparently a notorious thing for those guns to not get first round loaded. And so he does it with one hand. He goes, he puts it back like this, looks at it, and then goes in. Yep. And it's like. Just incredible. The, like uh, the one, the one scene, like where I'm like, oh, this is taking me out of it, is when they're doing the silencers between their fucking coats. Because I'm just like, no, everyone would fucking hear that. But other than that, I was like, they've oh, never missed. Like, yeah, they're like, and it's just a little. When it's like that's not how a silencer works. It's a little louder than that, even. Well, silencers are pretty loud. Yeah, like silencers are loud. It's it's just not gonna be a giant bang. It's gonna yeah. be more like well, a. Wasn't it happening in like the club? Oh no! No, the no, subway. Yeah, this, no, it's not even the subway. They're, it's or like they're not the, there yet. He's yeah, involved he's on, on a the, thing, uh, the... and John's like right there. Yeah, and he's, yeah, that's oh, definitely. Oh, <laughs> but for the, yeah, every like even and even then at the time I didn't give a fuck because I'm like this is cool. Yeah. Like that's the thing with each John Wick is like if you actually take the story you're like what is this? It's kind of it's very bare bones, but the fucking action and the way Keanu Reeves sells badass because someone killed his dog Mm -hmm. and then it just goes from there yeah it's literally like now he's literally wanted by everyone by every organization in the world that has power and dude him in the hotel is the new trailer the fact that we have legitimate we're we're getting sword fighting I mean that's news we could talk about it's all the stuff that dropped from San Diego Comic Con we probably we probably got like the new MCU lineup we probably got like that. Yeah. I, would, I would say like ten more minutes. So if you want to run, r- quick run through that, because if we want to get to Viking sure, Pizza, sure. One quick thing: Kevin, I, and Carmen finished the boys. Fuck, what'd you think? Uh, Kevin, you can get in here on this too. Kevin, come here. I'll let you use this one. All right, Kevin and Matt, what did y'all think of the boys season three in 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 in, in total? And if you're gonna speak, speak to the mic. I thought it was pretty cool. There you go. It's Kevin's, uh, Kevin's co-sign that there. last episode, I was wondering how they were going to do it, how, how it was all going to go down, because in the second to last episode, they got, they made it, they showed that scene where, spoilers, uh, Homelander is is uh, Soldier Boy's like genetic son, and then you're like, oh, are they going to fight, or are they going to team up, and you don't know, and then he brings out freaking Butcher's Ryan. Son, Ryan, and Oh my god. Seeing Butcher and Homelander team up even for a little bit, I was like, oh my fucking gosh. Yeah. This is so cool. Yeah, it's I mean, I, I was ready for it to kind of end there, but then they like they it they keep like they I didn't think Homelander get crazier. And then that last scene where he kills the guy and he gets that cr- and everyone starts cheering, including uh, fucking fuck you, Todd. Eminem's like daughter's stepdad, stepdad cheers and he gets that crazy look on his face dude, i was like this last season is gonna be no dude crazy the thing is what, what, what got so me so unhinged and he can do whatever he wants what got now. me wasn't homelander's face it was ryan's smile and i oh, go oh you little shit and they, I was and they like, were fuck. playing that violin at the end which was so eerie god it, it ended in such a good place here i'm so high for season four because one butcher's got a year to live 
Starlight is now part of the boys officially. Yeah. She's part of the TV group. Kimiko's got her powers back and she's not dead. Which... That's, the, that's the best. And Frenchie's alive too. Frenchie. Dude, I was legit worried oh, Frenchie was going to die. Honestly, I was kind of ready for Huey because he was like, I was okay for him to die. And like, I felt like it would have added good, like decent stuff to the plot where it would have given like Starlight. I don't a know. final push to. I, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do like what they did with him though. Of like his whole story arc that season was he feels powerless and he wants to help Starlight and he felt the only way to do that was to be a superhero. Yeah. And instead of taking the last V, he just decides to use what he yeah, does, I, I was which really, is his tech I was happy shit. To see that character growth, yeah. I was it like, was if it was really good. Yeah. Like even though obviously it would have made sense for him just to keep on power tripping, but to see the character growth as to not, and then honestly, I. Butcher is like was I felt like they not he's not two dimensional but it kind of is in the sense that he's just like he doesn't give a fuck he's in charge and the reason he's in charge is he's willing to do anything but they gave him that that character death of when he gets whatever mind in, mind fucked yes and you get to see all of this pain yeah of this of what of who he is and it, it I mean it makes sense to like hearing from other people who have been in abusive situations of that it's like. It's a cyclical thing. It's like they know how horrible it just it gives them character death where you just get this also this sense of sympathy for him. Yeah. That he like they just they make him a real character that like has emotions and that he's just he's just so overwhelmed with this horrible, horrible father. And then the, the death of his brother is just gives him such depth that you just you feel for him and you understand that like he's just in this powerless state of like of emotional turmoil. Mm-hmm. The the thing though, even and even with that, where I'm like, fuck, I feel bad for him. And at the end of episode seven, where he doesn't tell Huey that, oh, this is gonna kill us. I was like, you fucking yeah, dick. Yeah. And then he then he punches him, and then you realize you realize he's saving him. But he, oh yeah, that was good. Like it it's Butcher is such a fucking asshole, but I love him to death. Like it's Homelander and Butcher are just two assholes who like I can't like both of them. Like if I met them in real life, I'd hate them both. But, like, being the outsider looking in, it's like, Butcher is so single-minded in his goal to kill superheroes. And that includes the ones he likes, too. And like also be, like, Maeve and Starlight, like, those, like, they're gonna die. He's yeah. fully, he's gonna kill them all. And he also was, he also was like, I'm willing to become the thing I hate. And I think he knew he was dying after the first dose. Yeah. Yeah. I think he knew he was dying, and he was like, I don't fucking care. I'm okay with this killing me. I want it to kill me. He wants to die. I think he just is like, I just want to kill Homelander and I want to die. Honestly, I think next season we're going to see the most unhinged Butcher because he has the time limit now. So now he's going to do whatever to do. Because the thing is like... I don't and, know because, because well, it no, now seems like, as, uh, as, as Frenchie said, it's a democracy now. Well, the that's the thing. So in, in the comics... So in the comics, all of the people, all the boys have powers because Butcher forces Compound V into them. So like that. So this season was the closest to like comic oh, shit we've had. But in, I, I but think in that's the, a good plot line to keep him around for further seasons too. The, he and takes the, the V and gets a healing factor. Either that, but like even then, oh, like a Deadpool shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, where he the, his powers are are eating away the lesions as as much as the lesions are eating away for him. Wow. But the thing the thing with Butcher is that in the comics, like he will do whatever, including killing his friends to get supers out of the way. And like I don't that's know. the thing. No, he wouldn't kill his friends. That's oh, I'm talking, not, I'm not t- in the show. Not the show. Oh. Comic butcher. Oh, okay. I was that's the thing. The show, they they are like they're they're the yeah, show. Right. The show is like. Usually, I'm very like upset when shows deviate too far from the comics. But this is the one time where I'm like, no, fucking change that shit because the comics are fucking awful. But yeah, 
Anyway. Oh, yeah. I just want to say I support the deep in his new relationship <laughs> with the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Be yourself. That, Dude, they, that ironically, guy. also a man named Kevin. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching and Kevin was like, wait, his name's Kevin? <laughs> Dude, he, his character is just to provide comic relief. His, he, Honestly, you, yeah. you literally can't, it's, you just keep seeing, you're, like, already you hate him because of the moment in, uh, in season one where he sexually assaults Starfi Starfire, Starlight. And then you're like, oh, I hate this guy. And then you just keep seeing him get more pathetic and more pathetic. And, and you're just all like. The stuff with, uh, what's, what's the, like the church that he gets. Are you, are you want a fresco? Yeah, fresco. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's wild, man. I, I love the boys. It's one of the best shows. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I think that, that should be about wrap up time. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Dude, this was really it's, good. It's, it's been a good yeah, podcast episode. There, really good. there was a couple news stories we could have talked about as well. One of which, Modern Warfare is multiplayer. There's a Black Panther game from EA apparently coming out. And or then all the stuff from the, uh, the event, all the San MCU Diego shit. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we can get on that at a different time. But yeah, guys, thank you for listening, and thank you, Matt, for jumping back on. Hey, man, I'm here. You know, yeah, yeah now official third member. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got his own mic. He's got That's his own true. setup. We're good. He bought so much shit on Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. It's, but I was, yeah, okay. Whatever. Hey, you you have the money to do it. Like, I'm I'm living like. Do I? Well, yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> or was I just a little bit reckless? Probably a bit of both. Sometimes you need that wild card action, you know. That's right. Well, but uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, go check out the Instagram sidequest underscore podcast. Where you check can out also the merch. find our merch. Yep. Uh, go go say hi to Matt. Give him some love. You can always find him. He's he's liked every post on our on our Instagram, so yeah. it's not hard to track down. But send him go. some love. The first likes are always us, and then Matt. Yep. <laughs> I, I was like, I went through the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's some posts I didn't like, and I just spread like. Did you see that, VJ? I did. <laughs> I love the idea of you just like, okay, got it. Go, yeah. Okay, go, go. Oh, got this one. Yeah, I love that's that. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Matt, anything you want to say to? Close off before BJ says the line. As always, keep it sleazy. You motherfucker. <laughs>